0: Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. You can't even find this at your favorite steakhouse. No, only the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah brother Kelly appreciate your you know what I've noticed about brother Kelly he's looking good today he's looking really sharp but he over the years that word is now in his heart I hear them quote scriptures without even looking at them if they're written down. I appreciate that, Brother Kelly. Amen. But one day, coming very soon, <laughs> you remember what happened when 9-11 happened? Attendance at churches went like this. Well, we're looking at something a whole lot potentially more devastating than 9-11. People will be flocking to truth. Amen. And we will not disappoint them. Praise God. Amen. I appreciate the music team. Thank you very much. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. What a blessing to be here today. Amen. Thank you, Jacob. Amen. Appreciate what he said about. The veterans. I, I'm grateful for him saying that. Amen. We want to thank all of the veterans here today. Amen. Without the sacrifice, without the, the willingness to serve, amen, we would not enjoy the liberties that we enjoy here today. Amen. And so thank you very much for all veterans. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> well, I'm excited about this message here this morning. Praise the Lord. It's so good to have each and every one of you with us here today. Praise God. Amen. Exciting times that we live in. Huh? Exciting times. Amen. Oh, thank you very much. I'm going to open that up and have it ready. I've been wanting to preach this message for a little while, and I'm glad. Hold on. What happened to some of our youth that were right there? Here they come. All right. I was like, okay, good deal. All right. Praise God. I'm going to go over a few scriptures. If you have your Bibles, they'll all go through real quickly. You wouldn't mind standing for the honoring of the reading of God's word. I'm going to start in John 1 in 29. Amen. (coughs) Praise God. John 1 and 29. And then after that, we will go to 1 John 3 and 8. And then our last scripture reading before we go into the word is Romans 8 and 2. John 1 and 29 says this. (coughs) The next day, John, John the Baptist, Seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. That's a big statement that taketh away the sin of the world. This was the revelation. This was the announcement, the proclamation that the battle was getting ready to be waged. Behold, the Lamb of God, who does what? Taketh away the sin of the world. How about 1 John 3 and 8? What, what time do we got there? I can't see the clock. Well, there we go, one fourteen. Listen to this: He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this, pur- now, here is what I want to focus on: is the second portion of this scripture. Listen to this: For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. God was manifest in the flesh, right? First Timothy three sixteen. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested in the flesh. Why? That he might destroy the works of the devil. He came to take away the sins of the world. How did he do that? By destroying the works of the devil. And the last verse I'd like to read is Romans 8 and 2. Please. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Woo! Sin and death have no more authority over my life because of Christ Jesus inside of me. Whoa! This is a very powerful, powerful scripture. So this morning, I'd like to preach to you on this. Amen. Avengers, the real endgame. Amen. Avengers, the real endgame. Would you put your Bibles down and help me pray here this morning? Oh, Lord Jesus, we're so grateful for the opportunity to be here today to gather peaceably, Lord Jesus. And we're so thankful for that, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would just quicken your servant, your son, your child here this morning, Lord God, that these words would go forth that you've put into my heart, Lord, and give the congregation ears to hear, Lord. Let faith and understanding and revelation be increased here today, Lord God. We're so grateful for what you've done and what you're going to do. We give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. (coughs) I got to confess, I have uh, apparently the, the Avengers, is it more than one Avenger movie? It's okay. I have never seen an Avenger movie. I probably have heard one and shut my door. <laughs> I've never seen an Avenger movie. I've no desire to see one. I'm not really into make believe. And uh, but if you like watching them, I guess that's your prerogative. And I guess they are entertaining. And, uh, and maybe you watch them for the special effects. Who knows? But uh, I've never seen one. But apparently, it is the biggest mass. Uh, box office draw that uh, the world has ever seen. The Marvel movies have, uh, and, and we might think that it's silly, but it's, I, I think the Marvel movies have replaced the Western for all of the older men here, right? You know, Gunsmoke or all that other <laughs> stuff, right? And uh, so we can't go too hard on the youth, and that, that like to watch these movies. But <coughs> apparently the Avengers Endgame is either number one or two of the biggest uh, gross ticketing billions of, I don't know, what is it, billions of dollars, billions of dollars that uh, it has brought in. Hey Amen. Have you seen the Avengers Endgame? R- raise your hand. Is it the best movie you've ever seen? <laughs> no. Somebody asked me this morning, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I said, uh, Heidi. And they were like, Heidi, what is that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm ter- am I terrible or what? I'm terrible. Anyway, but <coughs> Amen. I don't know what that movie is about. I can only imagine that it must be the total destruction of all things that are the universe and that these superheroes save it. I'm not sure. It's probably something along that plot line, I guess. And maybe there's some of them that die out. Uh, Maybe who knows? I'm, I'm not sure. But I want you to know this. Have you ever heard the saying that truth is stranger than fiction? Well, in this case, truth is greater than fiction because there is no Hollywood producer. There is no set that could come up with the story that has been penned in this word of God. Amen. It pales in comparison. There has never been a director or writer who has ever come close to matching, amen, the story that we live today. Amen, through this word of God. I want you to think about it for a moment. Uh, Think if there was a movie that was written like this, uh, it would be the greatest movie of all time, uh, that there was this invisible God creator who created these angelic beings, beautiful individuals, beautiful creatures. And then he creates this planet Beautiful, different from all other planets. And it has an ecosystem that's able to sustain life that no other planet has. And then he takes the time to make on this beautiful creation all of the living things. And then he makes his greatest creation of all mankind. And he sets this creation in the midst of the most beautiful place on this planet. Now, you can Google some beautiful places and look, but nothing even comes close to what God had put Adam and Eve in the midst of. And then that angelic being that he created somehow... I grew up in the 70s. He turned to the dark side. (laughs) That was a Star Wars. Where's Brian? Is Brian here today? What's that? Oh, Brian would appreciate that. Amen. But somehow he turned to the dark side. And he goes and he tricks a woman. Deceives her, she eats it, and then Adam disobeys God and sins. And suddenly, now God's great creation is marred with something called death and sin. And now, the rest of humanity is born. And they think that all is great. And they don't know that they have a curse upon them. That not only will their physical body one day die, but there is a place of eternal damnation that the soul of man will spend. And this invisible God... He puts together a plan to redeem mankind, to avenge what happened in the garden, if you will, and he pays the ultimate price on Calvary, and then he goes away and he leaves the mission to the church. It's your job, church, to convince the masses that they are facing a terrible end that they have never seen, that no man has ever seen, and there's no hope for them, not in their own virtue, not in their own righteousness, not in their own wealth or prosperity, Not in their own knowledge. There's only one hope, and we have to convince them of something that happened thousands of years ago how an invisible God became a man to save you and I. Sounds like a movie. This is the real end game that we're in, right now. Somebody brought it up the other day, but in Acts chapter two, right when Jesus—or not when Peter—when they receive the Holy Ghost uh, and they pour out of the upper room, uh, and oh, it was—it was—I think it was Colton. And uh, he brought this point up, or I, I'm not sure if it was him or not, but if this point was brought up, uh, and Peter, when he stands up, and he lifts up his voice, and he begins to preach, and he says, we're not drunk as ye suppose, being it is but the third hour of the day, but this is that which was prophesied, amen, by the prophet Joel. He says, in the last days. He starts quoting, amen, Joel. He says, uh, as, as Joel said, in the last days, saith God. Uh, Peter says, uh, look, what's going on? here this outpouring of the Holy Ghost uh, this uh, is the fulfillment uh, of what God said he was going to do in the last days uh, I want you to know that the last day started 2000 years ago this is the end game this is the end game amen <clears throat> and so the church we have been given a mission Hallelujah. Like those superheroes, uh, they are on a mission. I want you to know the church has been commissioned uh, by the great avenger, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, who is avenged uh, amen, of the penalty of death uh, and sin, amen. We are his ambassadors. Uh, we represent him to the world, uh, and we are to spread the message of this. <coughs> Here we go. Here is the mission. Would you give me Matthew 5 and 16? Here's the mission of the church. Let your light shine before men. that they may see your good works uh, and glorify your father uh, which is in heaven Uh, amen Uh, it doesn't matter how dark this world is going to get and it's going to get a whole lot darker than what it is today amen Uh, but the remedy uh, the plan of Jesus Christ uh, is to let your light uh, the church uh, uh, amen is to let your light shine before all men Uh, why Uh, so they might see? Why is it uh, that you have hope uh, in such a dark situation? Uh, Why is it, amen, uh, that the smile is upon your face? Uh, Why is it, amen, uh, that it seems like uh, there's a bounce in your step? Uh, Haven't you heard the headlines? Uh, Don't you know we're on the brink uh, of World War III? Uh, Why is it uh, that you're able to live uh, the life that you live? Amen. It's this. We let our light shine before the darkness of men so that our Father can be glorified. And men will want to serve God with all of their hearts. Amen. This is the mission of the church. Amen. All I got to do is let my light shine. All you got to do is let your light shine. Amen. And God will draw men. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know you preach more sometimes with just your actions than your words. I had a guy come into my office one time. He said, Jeff, I notice you're not going to the parties. Amen. You're not going to the company parties. I never preached him about any of that. He just saw what I did. And I said, Well, let me tell you the reason why. Amen. I've got something called the Holy Ghost. It wasn't long before him and I were beaten at his church praying in his prayer rooms and I baptized him at his church's baptismal tank and his pastor came and I taught him a Bible study. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You just gotta let your light shine. Hallelujah. I remember he, he wanted to get baptized where am i going to baptize him i guess i'll just baptize him down at the river he called me up he says hey i just called up our assistant pastor i told him that you were going to baptize me and so he's going to check with the pastor and see if we can just use the baptismal tank at the church i was like oh great (laughs) Uh we showed up there amen we had my family his family and his pastor It was great. I got, I got up, gave a little Bible study on why we baptize, amen. I had his pastor after I, after I gave the Bible study. I said, would you come up here? Would you lay your hand upon him and pray over him, amen, as we get ready to baptize him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins? I want you to know that that man walked over and he prayed, amen. I believe that God was speaking to that pastor as he watched, as he heard. Amen as the light of God was shined more amen clearly upon him praise God hallelujah amen that's when we were doing the home church <laughs> Amen <clears throat> it's easy to let your light shine every time you're at the grocery store and checking out you just smile. How you doing? Let your light shine every time you're getting gas. Good morning. Amen. Let your light shine praise God. Uh, you let them see the hope that's inside of you. You let your light shine before all men. Praise God. Uh, even if you're not feeling good, that's all right. Uh, I like what Sister Jeannie said one time. Uh, amen. She's not here today, but she says, uh, I'm not going to let this physical body uh, determine, amen, uh, the way that my attitude is going to be today. Uh, I thought that's a great way to go through life. Uh, yeah, you might have an ailment. Uh, maybe things aren't lining up just perfectly, but that's It's all right. Amen. We know this life is but a vapor. Here today, gone tomorrow, this, amen, is nothing more than just the temporary. Hallelujah. It's all vanity, but the soul will go on to perfection, and that is what I'm focused on here this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Every time, every time that you send out a a nice text to somebody, every time that you say have a good day, every time, amen, that you greet somebody, every time that you take something to somebody, every time that maybe you say a good word, speak a good word, you're letting your light shine before men. I want to do some reading here in the Word of God. Romans chapter 12 gives us a whole bunch of information on how to let your light shine before mankind. Let's start with Romans 12, 1, and verse 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the... Go to verse 1, please. There we go. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Amen. You know, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of there's a whole thinking of process out there today. It's my body, my choice. I'll do whatever I want with it. Amen. I want you to know we want to present our bodies a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Amen. Holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Listen to verse 2 here. And be not conformed to this world. The world is trying to conform us into their image, but we have been made in the image of the Almighty. Hallelujah, Amen. And if you've been born again, we are in the image. Hallelujah, believe it or not, of Christ Himself. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's the image that we are to manifest to the world: is Jesus Christ, not some worldly image. Amen. That the the world would try to push upon us. But how is this going to happen? By being transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now skip down to verse nine here. Listen to this. Amen. We're going to read the rest of the chapter. Here's how we let our light shine before all men. Let love be without dissimulation, not in hypocrisy. Amen. Abhor that which is evil. I know that it tries to, it tries to wave you on in, come against you and social media and all of this stuff through your phone and, and everything like that. Amen. But we are to cleave to which is good. We want to hold on to it. Amen. Keep going, please. Verse 10. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. This is how we let our light shine. Jesus says, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have love one to another. John thirteen thirty five. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor of preferring one another. You know, when the world comes in and they see that, it's different. We're not all fighting for, you know, authority and power and stuff like that. Be kindly, affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Verse 11. Not slothful in business. Amen. We have to make sure that we keep a good name in the community as we do business in the community. We reflect the church. we got to make sure when we go out to restaurants how we treat that server. Right? Just because they get the order wrong, let's be gracious and merciful to them as God is gracious and merciful to me when I make mistakes. Right? Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Verse 12, rejoice, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. Well, Brother Jeff, it's easy for you because everything's perfect in your world. No, it's not. I have challenges every day. Amen. I've learned to be patient in tribulation, for I know that this too shall pass. Amen. Amen. Continuing instant in prayer. Whoo, I'm going to hit on that one a little later. Distributing to the necessity of the saints. We have to make sure that we're taking care of one another. Charity, it starts in the family of God. God. Given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Now, that's the hard part, right? Uh, oh, I'm going to knock that guy out. <laughs> right? Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. This is how we let our light shine. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Don't think, ah, you know, this person, there's really not a lot of value there, so I'm not going to spend a lot of t-. No, 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 no. That's not how we think, right? Be not wise in your own conceit, not to think too highly of yourself. Saul, you did well when you were small in your own sight. Right recompense to no man evil for evil. I'm going to get him. Oh, man, you better watch out. (sighs) Provide things honest in the sight of all men. We might as well, because guess what? God's going to make everything that we do shine before If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Even that neighbor? Yeah, even that neighbor. We all have one, right? Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself. We have an avenger. And he's able to make things right in a way, hallelujah, that we can never do. But rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Is that the last one? There's two more. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. And then the last one. Be not. Be not overcome of evil. Don't let it, you get mad and then you're, you've overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Don't worry. You can do this commission. He also told the disciples, the apostles this. Would you go to to Mark 16 and 15? He says this. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. This is the commission of the church. We are to let our light shine before all men and we are to proclaim, amen, that mankind is facing a penalty of death, of certain, and that there is a way out, that we have been avenged, amen, of this thing called sin, and Jesus has made a way out. This, amen, is the role of the church. This is the mission that we let our Light shine and that we proclaim, amen, that we have been avenged of death, hell, and the grave through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, and through the power of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Oh, this is the mission of the church in the real end game, amen, hallelujah. Yesterday, Veterans Day was at the at a Veterans Day parade or or not yesterday, but we were at the Veterans Day parade the day before Veterans Day, but the parade was yesterday. And we you see the veterans of foreign wars and different things like that. And and I thought about how that on D-Day the speeches that must have been given to those young boys. You think about this. When Pearl Harbor happened, they could not stop the flow of young men who rushed in to fight, to put on the uniform of the United States to fight I remember years ago reading a story out of the Tri-City Herald about a group of 8th graders in Pasco, their junior high. I don't know what the name of the junior high was back then. There were three or four eighth graders, buddies, 14. They lied about their age so they could join the army and fight. The story in the the paper that I read talked about how when the or when the war was over they returned to Pasco Hyde. <laughs> you talk about the humility that those men must have had to do what they do do what they did and to see what they saw and then to willingly put themselves under the direction and and the authority of a teacher. Pretty amazing individuals. But I thought about the speeches that must have been given. Boys, listen, what we're about to do has never been done in all of this world's history, but it is for a great purpose, amen, for we fight against an adversary that is so dark and so evil. I'm sure that there had to be great speeches like this. Uh, But I want you to know uh, that we got the force uh, of the greatest military, the power that has ever been assembled. Uh, Amen. And I know some of you are not going to make the shore, but don't you worry. We're going to win the battle. We will win the day. Uh, We are going to win this war. I'm sure there were things like that. Do you know that there's something like that I can find in the Bible? Paul, he writes this in Ephesians chapter 6. Here you go. Listen. He says, finally, my brethren. Here it is. He's getting ready to send off the church into this great mission. And he says, now, finally, my brethren, listen to this. Be strong in the Lord. Hear me, young man. Be strong in the Lord. Amen. The hope of all of the world is upon you. How strong are you going to be, amen, in serving the Lord? How strong are you going to be, amen, in your walk with God? How true are you going to be when nobody's watching? How true will you be to the Lord, amen, when it's just you and him? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He says, I want you to put on the whole armor of God. You know why? Because you're getting ready to go into battle. You're getting ready to fight in a fight. You're getting ready, amen, where the stakes are so much greater than just, uh, amen, nations or individuals. But this is for all of eternity, the soul of mankind. He says, you need to put on the whole armor of God. Finally, listen to hear what i I say, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles, amen, of the devil. He says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. The adversary is not somebody who speaks a different language on the other side of the world, but the adversary is the accuser of the brethren who wants you to die. and. Tormented in a devil's hell. Amen. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand, Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about uh, with truth. There's a whole bunch. I'm running out of time, so I can't go into all of that. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Keep going, please. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Praise the Lord above all, taking the shield of faith, uh, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. Praise God. And take the helmet of salvation. Uh, You need to put on the helmet of salvation. Don't you doubt that you are a son or daughter of the Almighty if you've been born again. Don't you let doubt come into your mind. Amen. That you're not quite measuring up. That you're not worthy. That your name not on the roll. Don't you doubt that. you got to put on the helmet of salvation and say, if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. And with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, we are in a great battle that no Avenger movie could ever come close to comparing. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen. You gotta. There's got to be times in your prayer life where you get deep, when you get moved on. Amen. That the Spirit starts to move upon you and you begin to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance and you don't quite understand. Amen. As the Spirit starts to move and you make intercession for those. Amen. For the leaders of this world and for the people that are lost amen there's got to be a place where you build up your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost amen and this is where the battle is won praise God and watching therefore with all perseverance and supplication for all saints I gotta hurry amen praise God but we have more than just an Iron Man suit. We've got more than just the armor of God. <laughs> We've got something that the enemy can never touch. Acts 1 and 8 says this, but she shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Amen. There is a power that the world does not possess and the world cannot create. It thinks there's power in a nuclear warhead. There's no power in that. Power comes, amen, when Jesus Christ moves into your body in the form of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's the power, amen, to walk a life that's pleasing to God. It's It's the power over death, hell, and the grave manifested in the speaking. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the power of God in an individual's life. Praise God. This is real power. I've got the armor, but I've got the power that no man can give. No man can take away. Amen. That's why the church always wins. They tried to lock them up in the first century, but you can't lock up the spirit of God. It walks through the walls. It goes beyond the jail cells. Amen. You can't stop it. You can't control it. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord how do you get this power can I give you another we know we know of Peter's message in Acts chapter 2 but I want you to hear another message of Peter amen in Acts chapter 5 listen to Peter preaching here in Acts chapter 5 then Peter and the other apostles answered and said we ought to obey God rather than man now the time may come You may not be able to say the word of Jesus publicly without the threat of being locked up. We may have to make a choice. I don't know if Kelly or Jacob said that, but we may have to make a choice. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus. Acts chapter 4 before this. One of the signs that they knew that they had received the Holy Ghost, the initial sign is, we know it's speaking in another language, but it was speaking the word boldly. This is Peter, the God of our Father, raised up Jesus, whom whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Now watch this. And we are his witnesses. Did you know that you and I are witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Some of you may not know that. How? Right here. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost. Whom God hath given to them that what? Obey him. When we obey the gospel message of the death, the burial and resurrection. Repentance baptism and receiving the Holy Ghost. When we obey that, that's how we receive the power of the Holy Ghost. But what that power is it is this. Amen. It's a witness to the resurrection because Jesus is not dead because his spirit has not gone away. It lives inside of me. I am a witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus didn't come just to take on the stripes to heal for for healing for you and I. He didn't come just to die. Amen. Though he had to die. But he came amen, that he would be in the tomb three days and three nights and that he would rise out victorious and have the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And his spirit, amen, would then be placed inside of us. He came to give us a life-changing experience. It's called the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen. And you can have it not just for a day, not just for a period, but you can have it for all of your life life, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 We are His witnesses. And we can tell people God's no respecter of persons if he filled me with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And filled me with the fire and the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That I would turn and be a new man. He can do the same thing for you. I tell people I say the things that you wish you could stop doing but you can't. The things that you could wish you would stop looking at but you can't. The things you wish you would stop saying but you can't. I want you to know that if you give your life to the Lord and you let the Holy ghost come on in amen you'll have the power to overcome that amen suddenly you won't be going to those places anymore suddenly that bottle that needle it won't have the authority and power over your life amen hallelujah hallelujah Can I give you one more on this power? How about Romans 15 and 13? Now the God of hope, we we serve the God of hope. The world doesn't have any hope, but we do. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. We got peace that passeth all understanding In believing that you may abound in hope. How? Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Woo! It's not just the power to go out there. Amen. And spiritual warfare. It's the power to keep you in a place of joy, peace, and hope. Hallelujah. The world doesn't have that. Sometimes we forget that, that the world doesn't have what we have, and it's easy to kind of get judgmental on them, right? I got to tell myself that. You know, they don't have what I have, so they don't see the world like I see. They don't, they don't understand. They don't think like we think. Amen. Amen. We got the ability to power up at any time. All of you Fortniters that need to power up, we can... There's nothing wrong with Fortnite. we got adults here that play it. I don't. But there are people that do. I'm not condemning you. I'm not your judge. Amen. But if you need a power up, I guess you can do that in Fortnite. But the Lord, he's given us an ultimate power up. He said, wherever you are, you just call on my name. I'm as close as the mentioning of my name. Jesus, I need you right now. Jesus, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Jesus, I don't know where you are, but I need you right now. Jesus, are your eyes upon me? Jesus, hallelujah. (laughs) We can go to the Lord at any time in prayer. We got an ultimate secret weapon. When I was a kid growing up, my favorite cartoon, amen, was the Justice League, the Super Friends. They had all the superheroes in one place, and they battled all the super villains all the time. And I always wanted that one episode where the villains would win, but they never did. But they would all come to the halls of justice. And when they were in the halls of justice, it was this perfect place, a sanctuary of protection. And they all were able to reinforce and get powered up. That's like you and I, the church, when we assemble. When we come in together, it's a place, amen, where I can shake your hand. I can say, praise the Lord, you're looking good today. I can tell God's been smiling on your life. Praise God. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. This is the hall of justice, the hall of mercy, the hall of peace. It's the hall of hope. This is the place where we can come and we can get strength and encouragement that this, amen, that life is... Is more than just what we see it's more than just what we hear but there is an eternity in a great way that one day the church is gonna escape this amen I've got more but I got to stop we got the power of our testimony praise God we have been so blessed if I can have the musicians to come We've got everything we need to do the job. Hallelujah. Whoo! We've got the sword. We can go on the offense. We've got the power of the Holy Ghost inside of us. If you're feeling low, you can charge up by calling His name. Hallelujah. If the adversary puts you on your knees, that's just a place, amen, of power for you to be. Hallelujah. The devil thinks it's a position of weakness, but it's a position of strength. Amen. When I'm on my knees, the Lord, hallelujah, He comes in a way uh, hallelujah that the world uh, doesn't understand and it can't comprehend Uh, I want you to know uh, that we have a message to spend or to go out there and to preach and to teach uh, and that's this uh, that God has avenged us of the adversary and there is now no more authority over the lives of you that have been buried in his name washed in his blood and filled with his spirit and we've got to get this that message out and let our light shine to the rest of the world because we are the hope of the world. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready to be an Avenger? Are you ready to join the team? Do you realize you've got supernatural power? Amen. God wants you to step out in faith and just say it the next time somebody says, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I want you to say, I want you to use, amen, your abilities, and I want you to call and say this, I'm going to believe that God is going to take authority in your life, and we're going to pray right now now, and you watch what God is going to do. He's waiting for some people to step out, amen, and be part of the Avengers, amen hallelujah praise God uh, amen uh, Mason got a ride home from his basketball coach the other day uh, and Mason was talking to one of his friends on the phone and the friend was on speaker and the friend started cursing and then when uh, when uh, when Mason got off the phone the coach said Mason how is it that you guys are so religious and your friend is cussing do your are your mom and dad do they like you hang around kids like that and he says well you know here's my dad and my mom's thoughts we are to be a light to the world and we got to try to win these kids over to the house of the lord and and the coach said you know what mason i really like how you and easton easton had them years before i really like how you guys are faithful and serve god tell me where your church is i got a text from mason dad what's the address of our church he says, I tell you what, Mason, I'm bringing my whole family to your church. Right. Come in this Sunday. Good. Hallelujah. He says, I like that. Hallelujah. We affect them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you ready to get in the game? I'm not, I'm not warring for some title in this world. No, come on, I'm going for a greater prize. Hallelujah there this life. Are you kidding me? I'm not trying to hold on to this body. Are you kidding me? I'm ready. Praise God. I'm ready for something that Jesus says it hasn't even entered into the minds of man. Praise God. How glorious it's going to be for all of eternity with him. Don't you get caught up by the cares of this life or the things of this world. I want you to know it's so much greater. We got to get in the game and we got to complete this mission. This is the end times and the end game. Amen. Let's all stand right now. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord as they begin to sing. Would you come down here? I know it's just the church here today, but would you make your declaration and say, Oh, God, amen. I want to be used. God, I want to be not just an ornament in the church, but I want to be an instrument. God, I want to be effective. I want to win, amen, that person at my school. I want to win the person at the Minute Mart. I want to win, amen, the the neighbor, the kids on my block. Oh, that's it. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you come down here this morning? Oh, would you say, God, I want to let my light shine to this world that you may be glorified, that they may ask me, why is there a hope inside of you? Haven't you seen the headlines? Don't you know the news? Oh, that's it. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. As they begin to sing would you pray would you pray and say thank you god amen for calling me i want to answer the call here i am lord use me here i am lord use me praise god